We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am uh, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling is what we do. It's what Mo does here every time we get together on this podcast. It's all about your finances untangled. We cover all the ages here, and we're going to actually look at the 20s today. I remember my 20s, and I wish I had been out of the mindset of living for the weekend, Mo. I, I, I mean, that's what I did. And, you know, I've been in, I, I was in radio in the 20s, so I wasn't you know, exactly what you'd call um, well off. Okay. <laughs> I was having to DJ parties and clubs also to make money. But, I mean, I was just, I was living for the weekend and and i didn't have a good responsible plan but man do i wish i had i had i wish i had so we're going to look at some common mistakes and actually it's a it's a great article at cnbc.com about just this mistakes to avoid or or to when you're in your 20s and one is um this goes to what i did spending without a plan oh my gosh yeah i mean like that seems to uh go past your 20s right i mean we work on yeah you can imagine that you know, if you don't have those fundamentals and those foundations taken care of at an early age, that uh, that tends to just follow you as you continue to grow and become more successful in your career. Uh, so without a spending plan or a budget, you know, things can get derailed. So, you know, one of the number one mistakes you can have in your 20s is not understanding the idea of budgeting. And that's the problem. That's one of the problems when you have a credit card. It's so easy to lose track of your spending, to lose track of your dollars and your finances, because it's so easy to swipe. You know, you just go to the register and you hand out this plastic card and swipe, swipe. There it is. Uh, it's become easy, even more easier now. Um, nowadays, you yeah, can even, you're not pulling cash out. You're not pulling cash out. And sometimes you're not even pulling out your card. You know, now yeah. you can have your card loaded on your smartphone sure. or, or in your Apple Watch or whatever smart watch you have and just tap it against the register. And all of a sudden, boom, the payment's been taken out. And uh, that just that's even more convenient. So you you can even lose track of your of your spending habits uh m- more control that way. So, yeah, so the number one thing you may want to just make sure you ha- you take in consideration is have a plan. Understand that if you're going to go and use a credit card because there are some advantages to having a credit card, you know, now there's cash back, there's travel rewards. Uh, but if you're going to go and spend, um think about it for a second, understand that this purchase I'm about to make, do I have the ability to pay it off? When my balance is due, right within the, within the cycle, the can whole I balance, pay off? Yeah. the whole balance, can I pay it off? And if you can't, think about whether you actually need this purchase. You know, think about whether it is something of convenience or, or of something of necessity. But I've been point. standing in line for two days for the new iPhone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got wet; it rained on me. Now I need it. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. I mean, again, it's more a, a conversation of convenience versus necessity at that point. So you know, definitely get in the habit of being responsible. Get in the habit of 
of understanding what your cash flow is, understanding what you have in your in your account, and whether this purchase you're about to make is something that you desperately need need to have, or if it's just something that you know that looks good and shiny right now, but in two, three, four months you'll forget that you even had it, and in two, three, four months you still haven't paid it off yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and 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 that actually leads up. This is really, by the way, an interesting article at CNBC.com. Credit mistakes to avoid in your twenties, and 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 that actually leads to the next mistake that uh, I had to do a double take on this. Uh, this mistake is using debit over credit. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a, you know, both cards look alike, you know, very similar. You can even have them at the same institution. But your credit cards um, have a, a, a bit more security than than your debit card. You know, personally for me, I use my credit card to purchase gas. Okay. And when I go to the grocery store, I use my credit card because I don't – there's just something for me about security of knowing that if there's any fraud – if uh, that store's uh, system gets hacked, yeah, that the hacker has my credit card information, not necessarily my debit card. So information. better fraud protection. You know, speaking of gas, that's probably the where, where I'm the most paranoid. And actually, that where you put the card in, I actually give it a tug on every one of them, and to just to make sure someone hasn't placed some reader in there, mm-hmm. because that or happens. It happens. It happens. There, there's even those readers on um, on ATMs. Uh, so bank oh, ATMs, so the ATMs that are outside. That uh, if you're not uh, if you're not familiar with those, those ATMs that are outside of the bank. Some people are putting those readers out there, or even in the so, convenience store. You know, you got ATMs there. Now I got to tug something else. <laughs> exactly. So uh, <laughs> one thing I do to avoid that is I actually go into the into the gas station if 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 necessary, and then pay for the gas inside. Yeah. So at least. You know, it gives me a little bit of peace of mind that at least the register doesn't have one of those credit card uh, scanners and readers on them. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the cr- a credit card gives you a little bit of more security, knowing that, uh, gosh forbid, if if you know your your information was hacked, at least you have a little more protection on the credit card. You can dispute that, and there, and actual funds aren't coming out of your bank account. So, uh, but yeah, you know, understanding that you're, you're using your debit as credit, um, you have to understand that when you swipe your debit card, the funds are being released from your bank account versus when you swipe your credit card, your balance is being used. Right. So if you start swiping your debit card thinking that, oh, not really, again, not really, not paying attention to your spending habits, not paying attention to your cash flow, then all of a sudden you're, you may go overcharge. You may, you may be taking more money than you actually have in your account that, that can also um, hit you with some type of overdraft fees. Uh, so understanding that, you know, the way you swipe your debit card and the way you swipe your credit card isn't, isn't the same. Uh, you definitely want to get manage and control both habits, but again, the credit cards just do give you a little bit of security when it comes to fraud protection. And as you said, though, it's important to to, to pay that balance off every month and not let it build up. You know, here's another thing too. Number three here, and this is a question I had in my twenties. Wait a minute, you tell me I got to have credit to get credit? What is this about? So uh, <laughs> you you have to establish credit, but you know it's kind of tough when you're in your twenties. You're just starting out. Yeah, I, I remember when I was early teens, maybe maybe I was 20 at that point, I wanted to get my own cell phone. 
at this time. And uh, I couldn't get one. I didn't have any credit. Yeah. And so um, I had to get, a, I think my sister ended up putting me on her plan. She's a few years older than me. But yeah, you have to have some form of credit, established credit in order to get credit. Uh, and in your 20s, that can hinder you from, you know, renting an apartment, uh, qualifying for a car loan if you're wanting to get, you know, for purchase your first car. So uh, you don't want to wait too long to start establishing your credit. So one thing you may want to look at is, you know, some cards, uh, some some cards have like introductory cards. Mm-hmm. So that that is, you know, for someone who's trying to boost or build their credit, you might get a, a, a very low credit limit, maybe like 300, 400, maybe 500 bucks, uh, which is a good way to just establishing credit. Uh, if you listen, to, if uh, those who are listening now, if you go to one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about, you know, how. Uh, your credit balance uh, can impact your credit score, but if you if you're starting off with your introductory credit, use that for you know things that are very uh, easy to pay off, like gas, groceries. Um, almost everyone has some type of streaming service that's of uh, you know ten fifteen dollars a month. Yeah. So maybe you use that to start uh, to start building your credit, and uh, but don't wait too long. Because as you start to mature and get into your mid twenties, your early thirties, and you know you start building your family, you might want to start purchasing a house, and then all of a sudden, without that credit history behind you, that good credit history right. behind you, right. it may become difficult. You got to so, build that history. Sure, you got to build that history. So you know, I have a soon-to-be stepson who just turned eighteen, and you know, these are some of the things I'm talking to him about of. You know, being very responsible and disciplined with your finances, you know, even though, you know, he's he has a job and he's not making, you know, buku dollars, but I still want to ingrain him with the disciplines, the found, the fundamentals to build that successful um, financial habits. Yeah, I think I, I shared with you on a podcast earlier podcast about I got a credit card to zero. I was going to cancel it. And somebody said, no, 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 don't cancel it. That's going to hurt your credit. I'm like, how in the world can that hurt my credit? <laughs> but it can. Though. It's really, it's strange though. But that's true, right? Yeah, because what you're doing is, especially if you start to cancel credit cards that you had. Let's say you were 18, you got a credit card, and now you're 30, and you want to, and you say, hey, I haven't used that card in about two years. Let's just go ahead and cancel it. Well, you now you're canceling 12 years of credit history. Yeah. Well, and true. So, yeah. so, so again, at that point, you still want to always have a great standing with your credit history. And uh, the longer your credit history is, the better it is overall for your finances. So, yeah, so you don't want to just go ahead and start canceling and uh, uh, these credit cards, even if you're not using them. Um, you know, chop them up, shred them, and just don't use them. You know, yeah. oh but, yeah. Uh, but but physically, but but actually, you know, but have it, keep it open. The card, yeah, keep it open, keep that line of credit open. All right, and that does make sense. Now, here's something that I don't care what age you're at, but we're focusing on the 20s here. But you started right. getting a store card everywhere, and you've all of a sudden you've got 20 store cards that could come back <sighs> to bite you. Oh, gosh, can they? You know, it seems like every time I go to a department store, they're always asking me, hey, do you want to save 20 percent? It's like, no, I don't, because I know what you're I know what your next question is going to be is, do you have one of our credit cards? And I do not I do not sign up for any of those cards at all uh, for a number of reasons. One is, you know, it's just. 
most of the time those cards are are just used when you're doing some type of uh sporadic spending you know you're just going to the department store and all of a sudden you you realize that well i've got a credit of a thousand dollars i came here for one pair of shoes i might as well get three you know you get Mm -hmm. it starts to satiate your impulse buying Um, another reason is uh, the apr on these credit cards tend to be much higher than your other than your traditional credit cards and apr is the interest that that you're paying on what the interest percentage that you're paying on your balance so it just doesn't help you at all having these cards from uh, these department stores at all um also some of these some of these cards can only work at the department store so you can't even go to yeah. you know your local convenience store and buy buy gas or buy groceries why not just you can use all, your card yeah why not just use your card yeah so um yeah and then also uh, th- this article actually makes a good a good point where your taste as you get older changes so you may have a, a, a store card from a store that you no longer even go to anymore. <laughs> like maybe and, a clothing store where the clothes are really meant for someone in their 20s, not their 40s. <laughs> Is that exactly. what you're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You no longer buying the T-shirts and the flip-flops. And now you're buying, you know, at least a pair of khakis. And, you know, that store doesn't sell those anymore. You know, so, that reminds me just off off the course here just for a second. And and yeah. I, I, I love these uh, sneakers, whatever you call them, sneakers, tennis shoes. But. Uh, New Balance, and I got some, and then now everybody's saying, "Oh, old man shoes you got on there, <laughs> old man shoes." But I was with my teenage daughter when I bought them, and she's like, "And I said, are these old man shoes?" And she said, "No, no, no. All the kids at school have them." I was like, "Okay, but nope, nope, nope. I guess it depends on who's wearing them. I guess." Exactly. You know, uh, things retro comes back in style sometimes. So. I don't know. If that, I, I like them. They're comfortable, but I, I guess they're old man shoes. The, you know, I, I have uh, I'm 39 and I have a, uh, two pairs of Skechers that are apparently old man shoes as well. But they're the most comfortable uh, shoes I have. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when I was in my 30s, I was dro- I drove a Buick Century because I happened to like it. And they yeah. was like, old man car, old man car. <laughs> but the Buicks are not old man cars anymore. All right, oh, here's no, the not. <laughs> here's the next. Well, we got off course, but I but it kind of kind of in line. Here's the next one for for twenties. And again, this is for anybody. You know, when you're signing up for something and there's that long thing to read, and you just go right down to the bottom and check, yeah, agree. So I agree. guess you should read that thing, huh? You should read it. You know, <laughs> I mean, who's going to take time to read the, I think they do it on purpose, make the print so small that, that you just, you just becomes unattractive to even think about reading it. But there are things inside those uh, disclaimers that you should know, you know, you should know how your billing cycle works. You should know it's not, sometimes it's not the first and 31st. Sometimes your bill is due on the 14th of the month. Yeah. And so that's your billing cycle. So you need to understand that. Even though you have great intentions of paying your bill off on the 31st, if it if it's outside of your billing cycle, guess what? You just missed the payment. And you're just saying to yourself, wow, that's just not fair, but it's, it's outside of your billing cycle. Understand the difference um, between your statement balance and your current balance. You know, that sounds crazy, but you may have a balance that you currently owe right now, but what's on your statement? What do you still owe from the past? Um, understanding what your minimum payments are. You know, what is it going to take minimally, minimally on a monthly basis to at least keep your card current? Uh, know what your interest is. You know, what are you paying? 
Uh, understand what's your art. You know, the, you can take cash from your credit cards. I don't. I don't really. Um, uh, think you should ever do that, but you can actually go to an ATM and pull money out of your credit card. Yeah, that can sting. <laughs> that can sting because uh, there's fees to that. And if you don't know what that fee is, um, you know, you're just putting yourself in a world of hurt. So there are just certain key terms that you should definitely understand with your credit card because all credit cards are different. They may look the same, but they have the different uh, kinks and perks that them that make make that may make one more attractive than the other or one more punitive than the other so you definitely want to get a sense of what you're signing up for because at the end of the day you are actually signing up you are putting pen to paper uh to sign up for these cards and so if you're going to take on the responsibility uh, of that card understand what you're signing up for yeah good stuff i mean really those are five good ones and i think i've told you this before I, I do really wish that i could get in a time machine go back to the me in my 20s and and say you big dummy stop <laughs> listen say take enough out of your paycheck each each time that you're not even going to notice it and and start saving get a little smarter with your money and i do wish i could do that i'd be a lot better off uh, so, I mean, that's something just to know your, your finances, have, have, educate yourself. And the sooner you do it, the, the less uh, you have to put aside. I mean, if you just put, if you start at 18 and just, like you said, just put in, you know, $10 a week, $20 mm-hmm. a week, things that you won't even notice, you know, that's just fast food money. You know, if you're going to go to a, one of these fast food chains, McDonald's, Burger King, and spend $7, and, and, you know, as a teenager, you're doing that multiple times a week, just one day a week, just stop doing that and just put it to the side. Mm-hmm. Give it to your parent. Give it to a responsible friend. Get Open up a bank account. Just put it there and start building those habits. And you, you'd be imagine, you'd imagine um, the, the, um, the reward you, you, you'll have and you'll see two years, three years, five years, 10 years down the road, just by just saving uh, and just doing smart, responsible things at a smaller clip will lead to just bigger rewards for you down the road. Yeah, you know, and I, of course, this is not the only way to save, but I've got the thing where every time I swipe my debit card, it takes a dollar out. And you'd be amazed how that builds up. Yeah, yeah, you know, that that works, you know. Um, I do, for for me, every week I take uh, a, a, a uh, I think it's a few dollars every 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 week, and just put it to the side, and I start to save for holiday gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, that's not a big deal. Like uh, the old what's, Christmas what's, club, right? Like the old Christmas clubs, <laughs> yeah, you know. But you'd imagine, you know, twenty third, twenty five dollars a week. That's a what's that? A hundred dollars a month. Yeah. You do that mm-hmm. for eleven months, and then by the time Christmas comes around, you have, you know, almost eleven hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars for gifts. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're just like, wow, I just saved. You know, over a thousand dollars over the course of the year, and now your gifts are all, all paid for, ready to go, and you're not spending any credit cards. You're just using cash, yeah. and it, it, you know, twenty five dollars a week doesn't impact me at all. It's amazing. Um, it's just like the taxes coming out. You don't miss it. You don't like you don't, it, but you don't. You don't like. <laughs> you, know, you don't miss it. Uh, yeah, you may not like it, but you don't miss it. <laughs> right. And, you, and and trust me, if you if you if you do it. Um, and you stay consistent, you build those habits, you're going to set yourself for great, uh, great rewards down the road. Well, good stuff, Mo. And I guess me and my, um, my uh, New Balance shoes and I will, <laughs> will move on, but look forward to the next time we get together on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and just for you, Dave, I'll put my sketches on today. Thank you, please. And- 
and wear them wear them with pride. <laughs> exactly. It's you gotta you gotta rock those things. <laughs> well, we we love doing the podcast together, and we are so happy that you're you're listening, and we hope you rate, share, like, whatever you need to do. Let's help spread the word, make this thing go viral. Yes, do it. Let's do it. And for everyone who's who has been listening, thank you so much. And like Dave said, uh, tell a friend, tell a family member, uh, put it on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Just share wherever you can, like it, rate it, review it. Uh, and also uh, let us know. Let us know what you want to talk about. Uh, we're here for you. So uh, thanks for listening. And Dave, thanks for joining me. Oh, absolutely. I, lo- I love it. And oh, and be sure to check out the uh, website uh, for Mo's firm, Cloud Vesters. It's cloudvesters.com. And uh, thank you for joining us. Stay with us here on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.